podcast where we discuss everything from my block to your block. And I am your host, Queen Esther. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. Hey, we are here. Each week, we are bringing you new episodes. If you haven't gotten a chance to tune into the latest episode, hashtag Guide Code, please be sure to check that out. That was lots of fun. Shout out to Yomi, Dominic, and Yusuf. Um, it was fun. It was informative. And if any neighbors have any questions, comments, or concerns, let us know. A lot of people have been sliding into the DMs, sharing their thoughts of how much they enjoyed that episode. So, yeah, I want to know. Give us your feedback, not just on that episode, but each and every episode that you've heard thus far. Block to Block streams weekly on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. And on Mondays, you can tune in tune into the Culture Play Radio from 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Don't worry, guys, because if you miss Monday's episode, you can always tune in to the latest where they play the repeats on Wednesday. Same time, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. And don't forget to to download each episode. Download, which are for free, each episode. Subscribe, rate, and leave your comments. Feel free to slide up in the DM at because it's block on e on Instagram as well as email because it's block at gmail.com. So ladies and gentlemen, today we have an amazing show for you today as always. Um today's episodes we have someone very near and dear to my heart. I consider her my sister. We have the same blood running through us. We just have different mothers and fathers. Um but um I call her bouquet but you guys know her as Bookie Arizona. So let's welcome to the ne- uh, sorry. Let's welcome to the neighborhood neighbors. Bookie Arizona. Hey Bookie. Hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> say hey say hey to the neighbors. Don't be shy. Hi neighbors. I'm so honored to be on the show. Thank you so much for being here. We are honored to have you. So now, Bookie, before we talk about how near and dear you are to me and how much I just love your little face, um, we have a game here where we it's called Running on the Block, and it's kind of like an icebreaker, my version of an icebreaker, but it's kind of like just to, you know, see where your head is at, see what you like to do for fun, and just your general thinking. So I'll ask you a random random questions, and I used to call it rapid fire questions, but I found out that my guests here each episode they're not rapid fire like they're not quick and it's just like okay so do I just say run around the block because it is like a, I feel like I'm getting a run around but anyway um try to be fast if you're not fine just don't lose our distraction um so I'm going to ask you rapid fire questions you answer whatever comes to your head you don't have to think about it you don't have to you know, give an extra, well, you know, we kind of want an explanation, but just, you know, let it be fun. You ready? Ready, let's go for it. Okay, great. Uh, dinner dates or brunch dates? Brunch, definitely. Love brunch. Oh, I love brunch so much. If you could eat anything in the world without regrets, what would it be? Cards. <laughs> right like bread pasta rice all of that oh my god oh my gosh like i feel so guilty eating it and i just I really wish that it didn't stick to my stomach <laughs> right right 
<laughs> okay. Um, a dream destination trip. Naritesh, Morocco. Where? Um, uh, Naritesh, Morocco. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay. Um, finish the next line. Roses are red, violets are blue. She got you sweet, and so are you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> What is one thing in your life that you've had since you are youth that you cannot throw away? Definitely the rings on my fingers. I have two rings, one from my aunt, one from my mom. They are gold, and I literally had them on my hand since I was, like, seven. I love these rings. I know. I'm, there was another one that you had, the ring that that I gave you. Where's the ring that I gave you? <laughs> I thought you didn't want to give me a new ring. In fact, you stole my ring, but that's for another time. Bookie, I gave you a ring. There's a ring that I you gave you. You stole my ring, but I don't want to give you a ring. Please, let's go there. on your playlist gets the most what song right now is on your playlist that gets the most played so i'm definitely a marlian i love naira marley right now i love yes. all his songs uh of course so for those who don't know that's an afrobeat artist a nigerian artist yes. afro afrobeat music though i know you are a huge afrobeat music yeah i love afrobeat Okay, so now uh, so Naira Marley is, is one. Yeah, Naira Marley's songs, um, Soapy, Puta, any any Naira <laughs> Marley song right now. Um, definitely <laughs> Burna Boy. Burna Boy is yes, a heavy location. I know you love Burna. And I also am feeling uh, Baby Doe's new song with uh, Chris Brown, um, Lower Body, and... Um, he also has a song with Fino Ride for You. Those are like on heavy rotation right now. Okay. 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 So well that was run around the block. Did you enjoy that? I did. That was fun. <laughs> yes. So Bookie, let the neighbors know who are you, where you're from, and what do you do? Okay. Hi everybody. My name is Bookie. I I'm originally from Staten Island, New York, but I now live in Atlanta, and um, I am a clinical research associate, and mm-hmm. um, I'm popping. What else do you want me to say? <laughs> so, okay, this is not, this is off topic, but being born and raised in New York and now in Atlanta, uh, uh, which do you prefer? Which makes sense to you? Uh, I want to make sense, Joe. I want to make sense. <laughs> like, when I come to New York, I'm like, literally, get me out of here. I can't be in New York for more than a week. Um, really? I love where I'm from. Don't get me wrong. New Yorkers will always be home. I'm very grateful um, to have grown up in New York. Um, yeah. Because I definitely think it shaped who I and today, absolutely, but I agree. I cannot, I cannot live at that place. You know why? 
No White House sighting. <laughs> I completely agree. I mean, I love New York. New York will always be home, but I feel like I am the person I am right now because of New York. You definitely get your street smarts and your book smarts from New York. Like, you have to have sure. both. I don't care where you're from, what you do. You need both to make it through in, in this way. And I think we have an advantage being born and raised in New York. And then we go anywhere else, we can make it. Because, uh, for sure. Yeah, the hustle that New York Bookie, so, okay, so, Bookie being on this podcast, podcast today, um, she and I, we literally, like, grew up with each other, but we also share so much um, family dynamics together. And one of the most things that, that we're so close, that we're drawn together is because of our roles that we play in our family. So Bookie and I both are first daughters um, to parents where we have, we're not the first child, but we are the first daughter. So we both have older brothers who kind of like, you know, being the male, there's not much pressure put upon them as far as like being, raising the family, right? So Bookie and I are first daughters, um, second born, and we have two younger sisters under us. So in Bookie's family and in my family, we are considered quote unquote second mommies, right? Because we're the first daughters, older siblings. So we have that responsibility of like being our mother's helper. So taking care of the house, taking care of our siblings, um, just a lot of responsibilities fall on our shoulder. So Bookie and I are here today to talk about that. And um, Bookie, what are, um, or what is, a few memories or one that sticks out to you? What is um, something that sticks out to you growing up as a second mommy in your home? Okay, so a memory that sticks out to me would definitely be um, my mom traveling. Mm -hmm. um, my mom is a business lady, um, and she has always traveled whether it be to get away from her business here or whether it be traveling um, to do business abroad. So she always traveled growing up. So I yeah. remember just having, she at a very young age, step up and be the mom. Yeah. I was literally the mom of the house all of the time. Yeah. And yeah. Don't talk the most. I mean, one of the one of the memories that stick out to me, like although my parents weren't traveling for work, they were always working, and my my dad was going to school and work, and my mom was working. So a lot of the times, I remember having to do my sister's hair. So like, I would do their hair, and then my mom would be like, because we had a washing dryer, so we I would have to wash their clothes wash our school uniforms, and then, well, this was always on Sundays. So Sundays was like preparing for the week. So we would, I would uh, do their hair, wash their laundry. I mean, yeah, do their laundry and iron it and make sure that our clothes are ready and put, um, put aside Sunday night. And it's crazy because thinking of that now, like, it just came like second nature. Because after a while, I was just like, I hate it. But it was second nature. Like, mom didn't even have to remind me to do it on Sundays. Um, yeah, that's crazy. 
That's crazy. Okay. Um, what is something um, that your mom often told you or taught you that applies to you today? Um, I remember growing up really feeling like, why is life so hard? Like, <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants me. Nobody prepared me for this. Like, why is life so hard? I really couldn't understand. And one thing my mom always told me was she just really emphasized on the importance of hard work. And she yeah. always told me that anything in life worth having, if it just falls into your hands easily, yes. it won't yeah. last. Yeah. So when you work hard for it, you're able to sustain it longer and really appreciate it. And I yeah. can definitely say that that was really true. And I, I that's exactly that in my adult life. That is so true. That is exactly what my mom taught me. And it's true, right? Because like you even think about it now that if it's easy, then you don't appreciate it. So it's not going to last. Um, I know something that my mom always said to me, um, like like you said, there was times where you used to be just so frustrated because like, why is it so hard? Why is it so hard? And I remember my mom talking to me and saying, never take no for an answer. If you know that this is what you want, if you know this is what's best for you, don't take no for an answer, no matter what they say. She said, this is your country, because of course my mom is born in Nigeria. So she goes, this is your country. Never take no for an answer. Always go. If somebody says no, go and look for the manager. Go and look for the supervisor. Go and look for somebody else. Never take no for an answer. And it's like, it sticks to me now because I know a lot of times when I'm doing something, and somebody will be like, no, nope, that's not the way it goes. Oh, no, I can't do anything. Oh, no, this this cannot be done. I'm just like, no, I refuse to. And it has gotten me so far of where I am. So, yeah, that's cool stuff. I love Maria. She's a realist. And you know I love me so much. Don't you? Know? I'm about to, she's going to be on the show. I spoke to um, a few weeks ago. I was like, Auntie, because Auntie Doni is, well, to y'all, to the neighbors, um, Miss Victoria, um, she's a real estate agent. So definitely. Yeah, how I uh, her for all your home needs. If you're trying to move <laughs> to that, Marissa, she got you. <laughs> she says, I told how I'm going to have her on the show. Just talking about real estate because a lot of people think that you need perfect credit and um, a lot of money to buy a house. So although that's true to an extent, it's not it's not what you know, that's not the only thing that holds you up from buying a house. So so yeah, I'm excited for that. <clears throat> um, oh yeah, so let's get back to this one right here. Um, so yeah, bookie booker. Uh I know for a fact I didn't. But I'm gonna go ahead and ask you, being the second mommy, do you get respect from your younger siblings? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I would say, for the most part, you know, you always have those coconut-headed siblings <laughs> in the family. Everybody at least has one, maybe two, yeah. even three or four. <laughs> but um, I would say, for the most part, I did have this. You did, I did get, okay. I did get respect from my siblings to a certain extent. You definitely um, I'm not even going to sit here and laugh. Yeah, I think I did. You definitely did, because I remember saying, wow, they listened to you. 
and if they didn't listen to you, the first like <laughs> I would fuck you. Yes, and if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't, um, if they didn't listen to you, I remember you even re- reporting them to your older brother Victor, or reporting them to your mom. But I used to be like, dang, like Victoria and Antonia respect Bookie. Agnes at first was don't respect me. Like Agnes, Agnes was good. She used to respect me until she got to the age of like 12, 12, 13. I, used, I was shocked one day when she talked yeah. back. They, they, but, they all had their, their phases. Like I feel like yes, we, we were all like that at one yeah. age where we were like, this girl needs to come up. Like we all <laughs> felt like nobody could tell us nothing. So I kind yeah. of had to like at a certain age, I had to take a step back, realize that I went through that phase as well where, you know, I thought I knew everything. I didn't want anyone to talk to me about certain things and kind yeah. of fall back a little bit. Yeah. But for for the most part, they listen to you. Francis never listened. That one is just, I just <laughs> pray to this day, I'm like, I just give it to Jesus. Like, Lord, you're going to have to have this. Um, but I just... What are those coconut-headed... The coconut headed uh, sibling I'm talking about in God is the one with your family. Very around coconut head. Never useful listen. Even Cassie. Cassie shout out to Cassie. She used to get respect from Lee. Lee and Nicole used to respect Cassie. Bola and Antonia used to respect you. I just kind of respected me, but Francis was a whole cake of her Francis barely listened to my mother and father, so she definitely didn't give me any respect. I'm just done with her. Um, but yeah. So definitely, I felt like you got respect. They always listened to what you said. Even if, even if they didn't want to, you had your way of like making them, and they did it. And it wasn't something like bullying. It was just like, you know, don't stay out late. Come inside. Do your homework. That kind of thing. They, they always listen to you. Um, if you could change anything about being the second mommy, would you? No. Okay. I, like, I, I do think that it shaped the person that I am today. I agree. I'm, great, I agree. I'm grateful for having the opportunity to be a responsible person, to be a leader, to just be able to um, be a person that people can depend on. Yeah. Um, That kind of thing. I think it shaped who I am, and I I wouldn't change it. The only thing I would change is not taking the role so seriously. (laughs) Like, Mm. as a second mom, you literally feel like, if you don't do this thing, the family will crumble. <laughs> and it's like, it's not true. Like, at the end of the day, we are kids ourselves. Yeah. Like, we, were, yeah. we were kids ourselves, and I used to, like, put so much pressure on myself yeah. to make sure things were in order, but I'm not the mother. Like, <laughs> I wasn't responsible for keeping things together. Yeah. And I just wish I would have just, like, Kind of not taking the role so seriously, yeah, because it really wasn't that deep. Mm. For me, I kind of took the role seriously, but that was okay. I'm okay with that. 
because my mom used to be like, take care of your sister. When you go to school, make sure you do this. And that, that one was okay, right? I didn't have an issue with that. I think, um, what, like you said, it definitely helped shape the woman who I am today. Um, my beliefs, where I am, like I love all of that. And the fact that, you know, I've already have kind of, you know, we kind of have experience of raising kids. So, like, when we get our own, it's going to be, like, second nature. So, exactly. Right. That one I don't have a problem. I think if I could change anything, um, I would learn to kind of put, I think I think because now I don't put myself first a lot of the time, and I don't know how to say no. You know, um, if, if I say do this, and they'll be like, but, no, you should do it like this. You know, I don't want to cause an argument as, as, as despite what people may think. I don't like arguing. I don't like causing a fight. Yeah, right. So anything just, <laughs> so anything, so anything to just minimize confrontation. I'm trying to avoid it. So I don't like, like, I wish that a lot of the times I can, I think it, it's, it's rolled into who I am now. Like sometimes I don't put myself first. Um, I always put my siblings, which I have no problem with, but sometimes I wish I could just say no and take some time for myself. But I put my siblings first um, in everything. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> say with me. No. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> It's so hard to say no. Oh my goodness, it's so hard, girl. So okay, Agnes keep calling me. I'm I'm recording a podcast, bitch. Like she keep calling me. Um, okay. Uh, being the second mommy, and we had our pros and cons. Um, obviously, <laughs> I enjoy being a second mommy because Agnes will tell you that I'm bossy, and so that's. That just allowed me to just be like, okay, mommy said I can do this, and mommy said I'm in charge. So, um, <laughs> huh? But they didn't listen to you, nigga. What was so enjoyable about that? I don't know. The fact that I, I, think, that's the part, I think that's the part that pissed me off the most. What <laughs> 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 they didn't listen. <laughs> They definitely didn't listen, but I felt like I had authority. I felt like I was in charge. You know, my brother was off playing video games. Our brother was off just doing whatever. And the good thing about it is our brothers, although they didn't have the responsibilities of taking care of our youngest sisters, they were overseeing, right? They had the final say. So it's not like our brothers weren't in the picture. They were definitely yeah, in the picture. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't tell Vic because she <laughs> actually will say that. wasn't doing laundry, Charles wasn't making dinner, like, I, like, they both weren't doing any of that. Both of them had the whole basement to themselves Egg for years. <laughs> exactly. Literally in their own world. They didn't even know what was going on upstairs. <laughs> Literally. They didn't know if we were home or not. That's so <laughs> funny. W- w- which, 
siblings do you know, both of our siblings, has a whole basement, a furnished basement with its own exit and entrance. We didn't know, they didn't know if we were home or not. My mother used to be like, is he home? I'd be like, I don't know. She goes, check the basement. I'm like, I ain't going down there. We would never know. But but they always had the final say. So our brothers were always present. But um, is there anything, like like being the second mommy, would you, if you were to have a daughter, would you put that kind of responsibility on her? Most definitely. I think it's yeah. really important. Um, not only to my first daughter, but to all my daughters, to teach yeah. them responsibility as a woman. Yeah. Um, and just just the act of being a leader, I think it's really important. Obviously, everyone's not built to be a leader. Everyone's not going to be a leader. And yeah. as a first daughter, that's kind of instilled in you. Um, but I definitely will um, pass that on to my daughters. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it, for them to be leaders. That's good. <clears throat> that's a good insight to look at it. Um, so, Bookie, being the young woman that you are, being the second mommy that you have been, um, what is your biggest motivation? Are you there, sweetie? Hello? Hi. I am. I'm here. Hey. <laughs> I'm here a second. <laughs> it's a dialogue. Um, it's a dialogue. There's words of exchange. Okay, so my biggest motivation is definitely um, making my family proud. Um, yeah. I definitely want to be the person in my family that can bring generational wealth, um, you know, teach the younger generations things that I wish the older generations would have taught me to prepare me. And yeah. Just be, just be able to be there. Um. Just to, just to be able to be a good resource to my younger ones and the younger generations to come. Okay. All right. That's good. That's good. Do you and your siblings have a closer relationship now? Yeah, we do. They're on my last now, but I love them. Yeah. Ain't nothing like family, family. I know my siblings and I, we have a very good relationship. We're very close, all four of us. Um, I speak to my brother. Well, my brother's not a phone person. So I speak to my brother probably like once a week. But we have a family chat that we talk every day. But on the phone, I would say maybe once a week. Agnes is like maybe, Agnes, I don't speak to her that much since she had a baby. So Really? yeah, we used to speak every minute. Now we speak like every hour, maybe. Maybe we speak maybe two or three times a day. Before she got married and had a baby, we used to speak like seven times a day. We, she'll be like, yeah. you ever been on the phone? And she'll be like, you ever been on the phone and somebody says, I'll call you right back. And you'd be like, okay, whatever. And you just, they don't literally call you back. Agnes will call me back. She'll be like, I'll call you right back. And she'll call me like, I told you I'll call you back. I told you I'll call you back. <laughs> that, is, that is actually madness. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You know, don't get drunk. <laughs> Yo, Agnes will be 
talking to me. She'll be at work. I'll be at work. We'll be talking. And she'll be like, oh, hold on. I have a meeting with my boss. Okay, I'll call you back. All right, bye. And then she'll call me back like, yeah, that meeting was good. That meeting was good. <laughs> so we'll be on the <laughs> and you know she she commutes into work so she takes the train so she'll be like I'll call you right back the train is about to go underground <laughs> and she'll call me back like yeah I'm about to get off the train yeah so what's up girl what will we talking about <laughs> now now we don't talk that much we talk three times a day um, as, I, as I just mentioned she was interrupting the the recording of this podcast because she was calling. I had to hit the ignore sis. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, um, Frances, Fra- Frances is kind of like Charles. She's not a phone person either. She, she likes to out text. Outside, out of mind. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of big. I thought I was running my wedding. <laughs> Frances is running your wedding. She's running my wedding. Yeah, Frances is bad. She's bad with the callback. She don't call back. Um, but, uh, she does, she and I speak maybe, maybe once a week as well. No, more than that. Maybe twice a week we speak on the phone. Twice a week. She usually calls me on her lunch break. Um, but yeah, Agnes, Agnes calls every day. And my mama, forget about it. Mama OJ calls every day. And Maria, she, she loves to tell, tell stories. And when she's done telling her stories, she just be sitting on the phone like, so what's new? I'd be like, Ma, we just spoke about yesterday. We spoke 24 hours ago. Ain't nothing new, sis. She always wants to know what's going on in L.A. But, yeah, that's so funny. Do you, I know that now that you are, you don't live far from your mom. Do you speak to her every day? Um, no. We don't speak every day. As you know, my schedule is really busy with work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't talk to anyone every day, really. But um, mm-hmm. probably I talk to my mom probably every other day. If yeah. it goes more than two days without me talking to her, she's going to have a fit. Okay. So uh, I try to make sure that I speak to my mom at least every other day. That's good. Yeah. And you, I'm even surprised I got you today, girl. You are always busy with work. This is a podcast that was supposed to happen a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was supposed to be live in L.A. Yes. You came to L.A. and you ditched on me. Like, we had a good time. We had a good time. Yes, I did. L.A. has always survived. Yeah, L.A. is cool. I love the weather. L.A., L.A., big city dreams. So, Quickie, uh, what is some advice that you can give to second mommies out there who are not the first child, but they're not the last either. What's some advice you can give them? Um, I would say that the pressure is sometimes intense. Um, yeah. But, and sometimes you feel like, you know, I don't have kids. <laughs> Why is all this responsibility on me? Um, but as I got older, I realized that what I was helping my mom out with was literally just a slight, just a little token of yeah. what it is to be a mom. And as I rolled into adulthood, I realized how much adulting sucks and how much <laughs> um, my mom actually did for me and how much she actually sacrificed. 
and it made me feel like I haven't even done anything for her because she she took care of so much. Yeah. I think that's good. I like what you mentioned that it was preparing you for adulthood, which I think is so true. Um, my advice, I think that was good advice, but my advice I would give to the neighbors out there was, um, like you mentioned before, don't take it too seriously. Like, obviously, you want to be responsible. You want to have respect, but it's also grooming you for who you are going to become, right? And so don't try to put so much pressure on yourself because you're young. I'm, we were both young when we were, we were second mommies, right? Like, my sisters and I were like two, Agnes and I are three years apart, my younger sister and I are two years apart. So I was like, I, the real responsibility came was when I was like 10, right? Doing laundry, ironing the clothes. So 10 until um, everybody was able to be on their, like everybody was able to do their own stuff, kind of like maybe 14 or 15. Um, and it's the same thing for you. Like I remember you were probably like 10 when the responsibilities started. But I think you have to realize that you're still a growing, you know, you're still maturing, you're still growing up. So don't take it too seriously. Try to have fun and don't look at it as a bad thing. Because at first when my mother first told me, I felt like it was punishment. I felt like it was punishment. I don't understand why you had four kids just to go out the thing on one. <laughs> yes, I used to look at it as punishment, but then I realized my mom was grooming me, and um, our I I know for our parents they had to do it, so it's not something that they just started. They, our parents had to do it. Their parents had to do it. You know, help take care of their siblings. So I felt like, and I feel like it's not. It's, I definitely know it's not just in the Nigerian household. Um, I feel like it's in a in a lot of these communities. Um, so yeah, I felt like it was it was preparation. So well job to our mommies. And um, I don't know. Shout out to our siblings who didn't listen. Well, yours listened, mine did. <laughs> so they didn't listen, um, You're giving too much credit. <laughs> so well, she's in college, so she is grown. She don't have to listen no more, but growing up, she definitely listens. That's so funny. So, any questions that you want to ask me, Ms. Okay. Um, When are you coming to Atlanta? <laughs> I thought I was coming. I'm going to come for Thanksgiving. I'm going to come for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm not okay. for tickets. I think I want to come for Thanksgiving. I miss she's you. naive. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna treat you. Better not treat me like how you do in LA. Likewise. I want to go. You. What are we doing? I have to have this kind of plan. I have to have this. What are we doing? Where are we going? Da 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 da. So and okay, I'm not doing that no more. Oh my God, Bookie, you just did that two weeks ago. Esther, please, don't stress me, okay? You're so sorry, I'm not stressing. Okay, I'm still here, you are because. I'm coming, I'm coming. Please, I'm coming. you any junkie? Oh, God. No, Frances is different. Frances always wants to go out. She always wants to turn up. And I, I'm not into that kind of scene anymore. Maybe one night out of the weekend or whatever. But Frances is looking for a turn up every night, not me. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, Bookie, I was closing out. Let the neighbors know where they can hear more about you, see more about you, follow you. Well, please, you up. don't send for me unless I send for you. <laughs> I don't know what you want to know. I never said I was a comedian. I never said I was a doctor. <laughs> But if you want to see me on the gram, follow me at Bookalate. Not me. <laughs> oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, God. Well, neighbors, like I said, hit her up on Instagram at Bookalate. And um, don't forget to follow us at Because It's Black. Hit us up on our email, because it's black at gmail.com. As I mentioned, here is a, mil- a minute motivation brought to you by Inspired Efi. Welcome to the neighborhood. I'll see you at the top. Bye. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Inspiring Ify, with this week's motivational minute. When you've given God authority, you shouldn't let anything cause you anxiety. We are not meant to be the managers of our burdens. Instead, we are supposed to manage our blessings. Seeking Him, trusting Him, and believing in Him are the three components of a healthy relationship with God. In the end, it's all about balance, and we can only achieve true balance when we've calibrated our scale of faith. So how much are you seeking Him? How much are you trusting Him? And how much are you believing Him to handle your problems? I'm sure once you've given your situation more faith, you'll find that you'll have peace of mind. Take care and God bless.